Good morning. Thank you for joining us on Center Stage, Nonprofits of Tucson. We are talking to different nonprofits and listening to what is happening in our city and it is really encouraging some of the amazing things that are happening right here in Tucson. So if you are not involved in a nonprofit right now, I really suggest you get out there and find a place to volunteer, find something that speaks to your heart. And today we have Team Lizzie Bell. We have Kathy Bell and Erin Mendibles. Thank you wow. both for being here. Good job, Danielle. <laughs> so impressed. Sometimes I can pronounce names well and sometimes <laughs> I forget. <laughs> well, thank you both for being here. Thank well, you. thank you for having us. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about Team Lizzie Bell and just how it started and what you're doing? Sure. My pleasure. I'm Kathy Bell and I'm Lizzie's mom. And in 1994, we had a daughter that was born with one of the rarest marrow failure conditions in the world. And with that diagnosis, we were immediately thrown into a very complex medical um, community, very complex medical world of having to understand what we were going to do with our seven-week-old infant. That world did not end for us until... She had her marrow transplant in 2018. That really didn't stick or take till maybe 2021. So it was definitely, um, you know, decades of being embedded in a whole nother planet, a whole nother language, and a whole nother set of systems in order to keep a fragile child alive. And for us as a family, being in the hospital, Team Lizzie Bell really started by wanting to give other families lunch. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of an odd situation. When you're sitting in the infusion room and your child is young, you've got to feed them um, meals. It's because you arrive early in the morning and you're there all day long. You're having to go down to the cafeteria or you're having to bring things um, with you in order to feed your children, child. And for us, when we would go to bring something out to eat or go to the cafeteria, I noticed that I was the only one bringing a tray back up. And as I kept watching this, because sometimes you're in the hospital two and three times a week, um, I was realizing that the other families couldn't afford to purchase their meals. And I knew that their children were hungry like my child. And I would go down to the bank machine and I would pull these 20s out of my account. And we were not rich people. So I'm pulling all these 20s out of the account and I would buy three or four hamburgers and two things of fries and you know a couple of juices or whatever. And I would cut it up and I would say, okay, whoever wants to have some, let's all share. And so that's kind of how Team Lizzie Bell start by going to the hospital asking if there was a way for us to get others involved working with the community to provide funds for lunch cards. And when that could not happen back then, my husband um, decided to create this nonprofit. And so we began collecting funds with other people to help fragile kids and their families make that journey through the trek of being and living in a hospital community. You don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, and it's people that are, like you say, it's not a choice. No one wants to be in that situation. No. It's a really, oh, no. a really hard place to be. Um, very different. But when I had my babies, they were both very premature. And so I oh. spent a month where it was the same thing. I would go to the hospital and I would sit there and 
I would sit there for six or eight hours at a time and yep. I I didn't bring food for myself either. I would just sit there because I couldn't have it in the NICU with my mm-hmm. babies. And, you know, I have to admit there were times that I thought about it too and I wondered, you know, someone who's here eight hours a day mm-hmm. and then goes home and eats and then comes back for however long. I mean, it's hard. Oh, it's, it's very difficult. The gas, the gas mileage, the uh, things that you don't even think about. If you have a pet, if you have other children, yeah. You know, if you're already a caregiver for an elderly person or, you know, a special um, needs population, you know, because we have families that have other siblings that have unique situations. And so somebody automatically has to begin to take over. And that's a landscape they've never been involved in. So yeah. now you're having to be a care manager for something you're not even acclimated to tell somebody else to help out. And in those, you know, pediatric situations, you're given um, training to help put the needle in. Lizzie had an infusion treatment where we had to put a needle in her stomach under the skin where you have to um, help with the portacath or you begin an IV or you're you're doing things that you've never been trained to do with a moment's notice. You know, you're thrown all these things. It's very emotionally challenging. And you know that your presence there is to keep your child alive in addition to the fact that you're walking a road to save your child. And it's things that, you know, you go to bed one night and you wake up the next day and find out your child has a diagnosis. So it's things you're not prepared for, you know, a lot of times we can prepare for a surgery that as an adult, we're going to have and make sure that the dog is going to be fed, make sure all of these things, these gaps in our lifestyle are going to be taken care of. So there won't be gaps, but with, any child that wakes up the next morning and all of a sudden they now have this life-changing diagnosis, those are gaps that Team Lizzie Bell are filling. And so we have the ability now after 20 years in existence to realize, you know, there's been progression in what they do. So they started with the food, um, they went to toys, they went to blood donation drives, you know, all of these things that have progressed with Team Lizzie Bell. And now we are 20 years old. So now we are, you know, kind of growing up even more yeah. and, and realizing there's even more that we can do now. Um, we've grown up from, we will still do toys. We're still doing blood donor donations. We're still doing matches for bone marrow, but now we are really looking forward to a different type of donor. And that's where you know, the the push right now is to get out and talk to people and have them realize that Team Lizzie Bell has grown up as has Definitely. Lizzie Bell grown up. Yeah, that's so true. As Lizzie has grown up and she's graduated from college and she's, you know, on her own and moving towards those career ideals that she's always wanted to think about and foster and she's not living in the hospital anymore so we're grateful for people who've studied science and math and know how to do things like create bone marrow transplant and find donors in other countries but um, I think Aaron said it really well when you wake up one day and all of a sudden it just everything's changed and you, you know you don't have a file inside of you to emotionally deal with the shock 
of whatever you've been handed. And then you have to move into that physical mobility of getting to where you need to go. We have families that have a diagnosis and the one doctor in the country is not in Arizona. They've got to find a way to get to that state. And then once you get there, what do you do? You know, you're hoping that there's a room at Ronald McDonald. Everybody knows that there are these places where families can stay. That doesn't guarantee you a room there. And we've learned in Team Lizzie just with that one type of situation. If a family's going to another state, there's all the airport stuff that has to be discussed. You can't just assume you're going to walk into the airport like you used to. The second thing is that once you arrive, the tension of having to figure out the cabs or shuttles or however you're going to get to your appointments. So we recommend and we help pay for families to be there 24 hours or 48 hours in advance of because they've got to be able to breathe. Otherwise, the child can feel all that tension. Often, the child going to these places is going to be put on NPO, no, no food, no water. And then as a parent, you're ready to kill They're ready to just strangle somebody because you've got to do something for this very um, cranky child that doesn't understand. So we have rules now when we help people, you know, that they have to eat and they have to arrive early and they have to have a good night of sleep and they have to take a walk around the city or take a drive. And um, we help provide for those things because we get it. We absolutely know what it's like to be in a whole nother planet without the spaceship, without the suit. Yeah, yeah that, that self-care for mm-hmm. the, the parents, making sure that they are taking care of themselves so that they can take care of their kids. I mean, right. I love that you're pushing them to do the things that are good for them to ultimately be the best for their kid and that you're helping them along the way. When a family needs help, mm-hmm. how do they reach out to ask for help? Most often, the social workers or nurses, doctors, um, somebody will notify a board member. Because our story is so public, often people know to call me or get a hold of me, find a way to um, make contact. And often that is how um, we are contacted as somebody has gotten my name and number or text me, calls me through our board members, through the website. Through the website too, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is that website? TeamLizzieBell.org, O-R-G. Yeah, Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. Yeah. TeamLizzieBell.org. And are you able to help families? You said going to other states. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, wherever they're going, you're able to help them through some of that process and kind of figure out what they're doing next. Yeah, our first conversation usually is just kind of what are all the cards on the table? Um, Often there are funds from the, the disease process of where they're going, there's usually some kind of a campaign where flights will be paid for, or the state of Arizona is fantastic in helping with special needs children. Um, so most often, some of those types of things, we had a family that needed to go to another state, and because of the child's condition and the type of surgery, there wasn't assurance that this baby would make it through. So we paid for um, the parent, the not just the mother was paid by the state, but we paid for the father. And then we also paid for the sibling was 13 years old. And um, so we helped pay for her to get there as well. To make sure if the child didn't live, the whole family would be there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. 
Well, thank you so much. We are going to be right back in just a couple minutes. You are listening to Center Stage. We have Kathy Bell and Aaron Mendibles with Team Lizzie Bell. And we will be right back with exciting information in just a couple minutes. We are back with Kathy Bell and Aaron Mendibles from Team Lizzie Bell. And we talked in the first segment a little bit about what Team Lizzie Bell is and a little bit about your personal story. And it's really exciting to hear that Lizzie's doing so well now. Thank you. Um, I think that's something that, you know, it's it's just, it's nice to be able to celebrate the fact that you mm. guys made it through this and that she's doing so well. You know, being able to go and, and explore college is a really fun time. <laughs> so we also, I want to start off with some exciting news, maybe a big announcement you have. Yes. So <laughs> Team Lizzie Bell and Bella Vita Tucson are going to do an inaugural pickleball tournament April 13th here in Tucson. It'll be held at Corbett's and we have named it Pickle Bella. Um, so we have 50 teams that can register and we'll be on five courts from 12 to about 4.30 having fun, having food, drinks, all of that is included. Uh, you'll get a pickleball towel. There will be um, Stanley Cup for first, second, and third place. We're going to have a um, contest for best dressed. So, you know, lots of fashion goes into pickleball sometimes. <laughs> and um, the crazier the outfit, the you know, the more fun we can have. So yeah, we're really excited. I think, you know, Team Lizzie Bell in Tucson is really known for their casino nights and they kind of stopped doing that af um, right after, you know, COVID. Okay. And yeah. so it hasn't really, we haven't really had a great event that has showcased just how much fun Team Lizzie Bell can have. And so the collaboration between Bella Vita Tucson and Team Lizzie Bell has been a very uh, organic, but very, you know, very great way to kind of showcase t Team Lizzie Bell helping medically fragile children, Bella Vita Tucson helping children with eating disorders and their families. And the whole thing that just happens when you have to go out of Arizona, because there are no eating disorder hospitals here in Tucson. There's no care for a child with an eating disorder here in Tucson. So travel has to happen. Uh, it's just been a great way to kind of collaborate yeah. for both events to happen and to just have some fun in April. So yes, we are announcing that today. I think it's also fun to know that um, in our journey with fragile kids, people often think of very specific pediatric populations or conditions. And we've forgotten how um, fragile kids with serious eating disorders are and how much that escalated during the COVID years. So it's been a great partnership and a huge awareness for all of us working with Bella Vida. Yeah. So we're excited. <clears throat> yeah. Very exciting. And for all of our listeners, you are hearing it first. This yes. is the <laughs> this official is an... announcement of know. Pickle Bella. So yeah, you are among the first to hear this. <laughs> yeah. We chose to unveil it in January and it just happened to be that we were, knew we were going to be here with you. So we're excited. It's been you know, quite the education on many of our parts uh, because some of us have never played pickleball before. And um, <laughs> it is quite a um, intense sport and there is quite a following here in Tucson. So, you know, we're really excited to have 
the people that we do on our committee. committee. Yeah. I mean, we had a committee meeting last night and we are ready to roll out and um, get this started with sponsorship decks and the registration and all of that will be on our website at teamlizzybell.org. And um, it's a $250 registration fee. So pretty similar to what a um, golf tournament would have. And like I said, you get two drinks, you get some food, you get a pickleball towel. And if you are, you know, good enough, you could potentially get a, a Stanley cup for a, um, a trophy that will say first place on it or second place or third place. And then of course the fun, fun games of it all at the end. So we're excited. So with an event like that, I'm guessing, especially, you know, with it being in the early stages of planning, you're going to need a lot of volunteers. Absolutely, we are. And we are finding that, you know, even if people say they've never played pickleball, um, they're still going to be competitive. And so we need to have some people out there just watching lines. We need people to help direct for parking. Um, It will be free parking. We will have a uh, parking sponsor as well. But, you know, we need people to just kind of, show people where to go once they're inside Corbett's and just kind of help the flow. And then once the tournament starts, it is a real like, where's the next team kind of thing. And so we just are going to have a lot of babysitters, if you will, just (laughs) finding the next team that has to jump on that court to keep the flow going and to make sure we're always forward motion, not trying to backstep things and It'll be very interesting since it is our first time. But, you know, pickleball has really, really taken off. And in Tucson with the building of Corbett's, um, Mm -hmm. I think a different type of group has kind of realized, like, I don't have to be the competitive, you know, real. I mean, if you go to Udall Park, you can see some really good pickleball players. Um, But, you know, coming out to Corbett's, just having some fun, really ensuring that everyone's truly just there to play some ball and just really get a, a good Support group the going charities. together. Yeah. And find out more about Team Lucy Bell and, and Bella Vita Tucson. Yeah. And it will be a really great opportunity if you're not very familiar to find out more oh, yeah. information and to talk to some people that, you know, can really share stories of impact and, and why this is so meaningful and, and go out and have fun at the same time. And I mean, do you have any idea how many volunteers you might need? I think that we are probably hoping for probably maybe 20. We're thinking 20, yeah. So I think it's a doable number. We have a great committee who, you know, really has a vested interest in Tucson. Lots of great business partners that are on the committee. But I think if we can have an extra, you know, group 20 to 30 hands that we can get out there just to kind of get the flow going because there's nothing worse than going to a tournament mm-hmm. and having to stop at that registration table and you are just standing there like yeah, no we what don't next? want that yeah. yeah so just we have lots of raffle prizes um you know lots of good stuff we're not going to do silent auction we're just going to do a raffle you know for 20 30 bucks you can buy a raffle ticket or whatever we end up deciding but it'll be fun you know and people can decide that i just will try my hand in that pond and see if I win that prize for, you know, a small fee. And Corbett really lends itself to that kind of a climate, a fun climate, um, a great game space and lots of um, good food, excellent food. Yeah. We, we had to do a field trip and try it out. For sure. <laughs> and that's where we found that people um, 
if they've never played pickleball, they still are competitive. Um, so we had two board members, um, myself <laughs> included. Um, so I guess there would be three board members really have a good time playing pickleball on the courts and having no idea what we were doing, but um, wanting really to win. <laughs> winning was important. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you can follow along on Facebook. We have Facebook and Instagram. You just search Team Lizzie Bell. Um, we'll likely post on LinkedIn as well. And again, you can find us at Team Lizzie Bell there. But we're really hoping people will come out. It's going to be great weather in April. Obviously, we all know that. We did push the date back to ensure that the final four was done since that will be in Phoenix. Um, so a few things behind the scenes. We've been working on this since about October. And we are excited to just get it going now. And if someone wants to either volunteer or attend and play, you said both of them, they need to go to your website? Yeah, head over to the website. If you want to volunteer, you can email us at info at org. But all of our contact information is on our website and the link for registration will also be on our website. Yeah. And, you know, coming out to volunteer, know that you're going to be on your feet. Know that we'll have some caps advisors, something that will identify you as a volunteer. Um, and we'll have some pre-training uh, to go along so that you shouldn't be left in the dark. We'll have radio. What is it? Headphone thingies? What are Walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because it is a big space and we want to make sure that, um, you know, if, a, if a, a participant has a question that we really do We've really thought about the way to address what the needs will be of the, you know, everybody on the court. So that day, and it, again, like um, Aaron said, it's a fantastic committee. They are very committed to the sport and the integrity of the sport and the leaders that have brought this sport to Tucson, as well as us pulling off a really um, wonderful day. Yeah, it's going to be Well, fun. it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope that... We've got some listeners that are going to jump online and go and either sign up to volunteer or to attend. Are there any other events that you have coming up that you want to mention or any other volunteer opportunities that are kind of ongoing? Yeah, we're doing an event that will be at Vivachi's on January 27th. And I think that one is going to really be a way for us to showcase the history of Team Lizzie Bell, um, who people may not have any idea that have the organization has helped in our community. We're going to highlight Ignacio Garcia. He's a muralist and artist here in town. He's going to tell his story and the connection with Team Lizzie Bell. And we'll just have a great time because it's Vivachi's um, food and drinks and really ask people to kind of think about how their giving can be impactful for Team Lizzie Bell. Um, if you are coming, we won't charge for the ticket, but we are asking for people to really think about, you know, how they can help. And 94 and more is our newest branch or campaign um, for giving. And it's a great way for us to, you know, ask people quarterly to give $250 so that we can count on a thousand dollars from each donor over the year and really have emergency fund money available for that parent who just got information last night that their daughter now needs to be flown for leukemia, leukemia treatment to Houston or, you know, whatever needs to happen. Um, we need to be able to have those funds readily available. So that's where 94 and more is going to come in as well. And we'll showcase that at that event. Yeah. 
Well, I just wanted to thank you for telling us your story because I think it really is helpful in, you know, in the quality and understanding of the depth of what Team Lizzie Bell does. And unless you've walked this journey, you really don't have that kind of concept. So we want to invite people again to go to the website, ask us questions, send us your email, send us your um, thought processes, how your corporation, your um, company, your family, your scout, church, um, all those groups can be assistive to these um, rare and fragile families. Yeah, well, and I want to thank you both for being here today and for sharing. And I think that the listeners, you know, being able to hear your story and being able to hear just how this started, it always starts with realizing there's a need for something and to be able to step up and say, we want to be there for people who really need it. And so I am so grateful to hear all of that. We are out of time. But I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Rightway Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, Indie Realty, and Win Home Inspection, Catalina Foothills. If you use any of our sponsors, make sure and let them know that you heard about them on Center Stage, Nonprofits of Tucson. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the I Am Real Estate Show next.